This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's another edition of our weekly podcast with Chris Adamski here, brought to you by Gerger Construction. We're coming up on March the 1st. That means you better hurry if you want to get their offer of $1,000 off your new deck. If it's installed by March the 1st of this year, go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Not too soon to start planning your dream deck as they're building decks year-round. They're booking into spring and summer 2024. We're on the Fans First Network with Buzz, who covers the Steelers for us once a week to talk off-season football. Sort of a lull right now, but still lots to chew on if you're a Steelers fan because the quarterback situation is so unsettled. But first of all, Chris, congratulations on making it into this week's You Mad Bro in a complimentary fashion. That rarely happens. Yeah, it sort of goes against the, you're you, you mad, and I, I got a, a positive comment, sort of as collateral, I would say collateral damage, but it, it, they were firing at you, and, and the sort of like, so I, I guess they they stepped upon you to uh, to lift me, is that kind of what that means, I guess, to, to put you down farther, I suppose, like, uh, Rudder and Adamski, I really enjoy their writing, but, you know, I got to adore you, or I don't know how it was worded, but. And Madden, uh, don't forget Madden had to be endured too. Well, Madden, yeah. Well, I, uh, you're used to that, I'm sure. You get a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of uh, firing toward you and Madden at the same time, or you on behalf of Madden, or sometimes mistaken for Madden, which I'm sure is something for you. The only time I ever get compliments that find their <laughs> way into you, Mad Bro, is when I'm attacking the Steelers and people are also mad. Like the, the others <laughs> in the fan base 
who are like me, frustrated and fed up with the constant mediocrity. When I call the Steelers out for that, I do get compliments on occasion, and then I just use their anger for an email or a tweet against the Steelers. That's <laughs> that's the only way I walk away with positive reinforcements. I always enjoy the people who are well mad at you because you point out something that might be not the most flattering about the Steelers as if like, uh, yes, you know, uh, searching for clicks. That's the accusation always searching for clicks, and yeah. stirring the pot as was said today, <laughs> because there's certainly been points when they were like one in four last year or two, you know, whatever, two years ago now and seven and losing three in a row that, that by God, somebody pointing out something that perhaps isn't sunshines and rainbows is, is somehow, you know, worthy of scorn and it's all your fault. And you're, you're the negative guy or searching for clicks and whatever else they say. That is probably the biggest change in this industry from my standpoint. The one that I like the least since I started is the expectation that you as a reader will be given everything you want to read at all times and any opinion of dissent to the contrary is the fault of the journalist who's putting it out there. Like that mentality that has been... I think written on the crest of social media, that mentality that's now so pervasive when it comes to news, sports, anything, politics, economics, the environment, like tell me what I want to hear and in the terms I want to hear. And if anything is falling outside of that in your commentary, then you're dead to me. Yeah, I think that you're right. We, we go real deep on this and people search out now that the, uh, the, the point of view or the angle they wanted from it. And uh, I'm sure you get, I know, I know by reading it, I know you get angry emails sometimes if you're too positive about something, you're, you're, yes. you're carrying water or something too. So, uh, it, you know, people want what they want and they're going to try to get that and blame you for whatever it is. And uh, I think you do a good job, Tim, of uh, evaluating and analyzing and sort of uh, uh, being fair on both, on all, whatever well, it well, is. Well, let's, let's just do this. Let's walk the middle then, not the middle. Let's, let's go to the other side then. If I'm being critical of the situation for the Steelers, what do you think, Chris, would be the most optimistic outcome of their many permutations that they could pick when it comes to a quarterback strategy? What would be the best thing that they can do right now? Well, under the context of they're sticking with Kenny Pickett, or at least I, I can't imagine, again, we talked about this last week, that, that in some level... Oh, it's I okay. Guess, We're going to talk about it every week. So, <laughs> we'll be talking about, I'm sure I'll be talking about it through September at this point, and... Uh, I don't know if it'll ever resolve itself until there's some, but I, I don't know if they're keeping Kenny Pickett, right. It would be to me, there's no, there's no point. If you're using, if you're, if your whole entire rationale is, and there is a shred and I can buy into it. I wouldn't necessarily do it myself, but I get it. You have a quarterback that was a first round pick that you still believe in on a, a rookie contract, not making much money. You have to make a 50 year option decision by next year. You can talk me into saying, okay, this is Kenny Pickett's, uh, we're giving them one last shot. And, and there's a point, though, where it's kind of malpractice as a team when your stated goal is to win, which is professional sports, and your stated goal as an organization is to every year compete for a championship, to not have a legitimate, at least viable alternative, right? Um, you know, you could, if you want to talk yourself into thinking that Kenny Pickett still has, and I, I'm not 100% off on him i i could see him still you know being an nfl starter that's fine i I don't i wouldn't necessarily bet on it but um it it still could be there that's okay 
But to do something, and I think I've heard you talk about this, about to say, well, we don't want to push him too hard because we might, we don't want, we don't want that to happen. We don't want to um, challenge him too much because we don't want to show him that we're not supporting psyche. him. Yeah, I, I think you're just sort of letting down the rest of your team and your roster and your fan base and everybody else and punting away an entire season without. If you want to say, Kenny, that that's fine, and I understand that you're not going to be able to attract a top-notch starting quarterback and there's money involved in all the rest of these things too there's not like there's a, a clear and easy path to this perfect quarterback if there was everybody would do it um but to sort of avoid quarterbacks that might uh hurt kenny pickett's feelings or might be him out and you don't as the, it, it's sort of to me it's just like man you're letting a lot ride on this season and if, if he's not the answer and if he plays like he did last season then you've just completely lost yet another season and uh, maybe then you don't even have the Mason Rudolph to come in with the Superman's cape the last three weeks to save you and get into the playoffs and do the 10-7 and 7 thing again, losing the first round thing again. You even be able to salvage to that level if you're not willing to support it with, with a quality um, backup or a quality 1A option or quality complementary option at quarterback. Suddenly it sounds like Fields and the Falcons may be more of a fit than Fields and the Steelers, although Fields did go on a podcast with the St. Brown brothers and say that he likes playing in Akershire Stadium and he isn't wild about the idea of going to Atlanta. That may not matter. They might ship him there anyway. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he I'm sure he has some level of power i guess i mean this is a trade doesn't have much of it right i mean the bears have have them under contract they trade them where they want to i mean if he goes public and says he doesn't want to go somewhere i i guess he could do that i don't know if you're the statue if you're justin fields to be dictating terms to that degree um if atlanta to me if if that's home and i don't know what his dynamic is with being home and all that he doesn't want to go home it's a pressure there but it's a it's a team he said he didn't want to deal with the tickets (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of uh, for a guy who, if he goes there, might get a contract at thirty or forty million a year. I don't know if that, that should be really your your long term concern, but hey, we all got issues, I guess. And tickets are pretty expensive, Tim. I don't know if you've seen, it, especially I imagine Mercedes Benz Stadium they're even more expensive. But uh, that seems like a, an ideal place for a guy to go. Uh, to me, it seems like a pretty good roster with weapons around you, and they've had quarterback eh. issues. I I mean, I, out of the well, I guess you're right, because they the do have Pitts, they do have London, they do have Bijan Robinson. Uh, he was right when he said they need one more receiver, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, they're not a finished product, but you're, you're, I mean, they were in play, they were a near 500 team with just bad quarterback play. And Arthur Smith. They, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. What happened to that guy, by the way? I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's not, he hasn't talked in Pittsburgh yet. Who knows what's that's happened to true. him? That's true. I'd really like to get to hear what he has to say with somebody who's not a coworker, but that's a whole other issue. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. To me, if your rationale and going back to the rationale for sticking with Kenny Pickett is, is the contract thing, the fifth year option thing, it completely blows out of the water to acquire a guy who you'd have to. I don't have to, but it would make sense to because then you'll be in a Dak Prescott situation or a Daniel Jones situation if Justin Fields does come here and does perform well. Best case scenario. Then all of a sudden he's a free agent. If you don't pick up his fifth-year option, you pick up his fifth-year option. Why the heck are you doing the Kenny Pickett thing? So I, the Justin Fields thing to me never really me- at least doesn't mesh with with the Kenny Pickett thing. But then again, I don't know what <laughs> there's nothing really does mesh with the Kenny Pickett thing. I, I guess to a, to a point. Um, but the, you know the compensation going back isn't. I don't mind that so much. It, it's more to me that 
to me anyway, the rationale behind keeping Pickett is the is the contract, and and you don't have to. There's no commitment here. It's a it's not no salary cap hit. If it doesn't work out this year, then you can do whatever you want next year. And acquiring Justin Fields, you have to make that fifth year option decision here by May. And either if you pick it up, then then you completely blow that out of the water having that con. And if he has a good year and he's starting going forward, then he's a free agent. Then you really got to give him an even bigger contract. So I, I don't know. To me, it's not the perfect fit, but that's me. Chris Adamski with us. Chris, let's get to some other matters surrounding the team and surrounding the offseason. First and foremost, Cam Hayward, who did – post on social media photos of him undergoing surgery. It was confirmed by NFL.com Wednesday that the surgery was for a groin slash core muscle injury. Uh, That's what we all kind of assumed. I just don't know how much he's going to have left in the tank coming back next year and somewhere in free agency and or early in the draft, they need to bolster that defensive line along with their many other needs. Yeah, defensive line has now been, we're going on three or four years where they've had to try to get younger and they tried, they spent two second day picks the last two years. The, the Marvin Leal situation really kind of hinder them. If he's, if he's not going to turn out to be what they thought he'd be, that hurts because it looked like as a rookie, he might be a kind of a dynamic or at least a, a, a good long-term defensive lineman. And he was getting scratched by the end of last season. I don't know where, where he stands. Keanu Bent looks like a hit, but you still, even after him, you're going to need to get younger. Larry Ogunjobi's, Body, he he certainly his body and his injury history and the way in his practice. I don't think he's gonna he's not gonna play to thirty five like Cam Hayward does. So I don't know how much longer he has really either. You definitely need another defensive lineman certainly in those first two days of the draft. And Cam at age thirty five and his fourteenth season coming up this year is what will be. I'm, I'm sure he'll be here. I, I'd be shocked if he wasn't here playing this this next season. But after that, I don't, I don't want to say this is his last season, but I think it's almost the point where you kind of figure the odds are it will be his last season and sort of and you know maybe he's healthy again we'll see but at, at some point 30 35 years old it, it's uh you you have to almost assume and plan that it's going to be he's a declining player right he's going to be not even what he was this past year or at least not any better than he was this past year despite him being hindered by injury so you have to plan that way and you have to bring in reinforcements and you have to certainly plan for the future and get younger at that position did you like Steve Smith's use of the phrase "good luck buttercup" when discussing the Russell Wilson possibility for the Steelers? I like I like any use of the phrase "good luck buttercup," <laughs> especially whenever it's sort of used. Uh, uh, I can see, imagine kind of a hand wave when you're saying it, right? I, I, sort of a, a backward. Well, I mean, down, like I would use "good luck buttercup" when discussing Kyle Dubas at the trade deadline too. I think that's <laughs> applicable as well. There's a lot of things. The, the, the Pirates, um, you know, uh, expanding payroll maybe. The, the Penguins making the playoffs this year. The, the Steelers winning a playoff game. I think that there's a lot of things in Pittsburgh sports right now that might be – that might qualify for the good luck buttercup treatment. Pitt making the tournament after losing to Wake Forest the way they did? Yeah, they're probably at that point too. They, they probably might have to win out. That, that was – that was something, uh, sort of an anomaly after the past month. I thought maybe they actually were turning into something, but that that was just a total meltdown there. What'd you think of what Ben Roethlisberger had to say about how he never wanted to go in through the open door policy of Bill Cowher, but he felt like it was talking to your buddy when he was talking to Mike Tomlin? That that tracks, doesn't it? 
Yeah, it's certainly, um, it, you talk about, you know, narratives or, or, uh, or reputations or whatever, uh, that, that definitely goes along that. And uh, I, I guess there's a point where, you know, it's to be uh, fair or to kind of explain it away when you're a 22 year old sort of, and we know uh, Ben's reputation as a 22 and 23 year old, especially on Carson street and whatnot uh, at that era of his life, uh, what type of, uh, uh, demeanor he had, I guess, and compared to what he might have had the last five or six years of certainly of his career, last decade of his career, whenever he had a connect coach who was uh, closer to his age, I guess he's been fair to say he's a peer with Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin was about 35 when he took over, and Ben was what 25 at that point. Uh, so there's that, but yeah, no, it, it definitely not, not a not a surprising uh a viewpoint, I guess, from a player, but it's also, I think, Ben's. I, I just think to hear it phrased that way, like to literally yeah, yeah. hear him call him a buddy, <laughs> it just underscored every complaint that Steelers fans have about how he's too soft on players. <laughs> it really is. I'm, I'm, I'm more surprised you didn't get any you mad bro submission about that. Actually, I guess maybe. Look, look, look well, at maybe, that. Tom maybe like. not enough people listen to Gradkowski's podcast. I don't know, as, as opposed to the legions of literally dozens and dozens of people that listen to this one. I wonder if someday Mason Rudolph will have a podcast, and if he does, I wonder if Ben will be a guest on. <laughs> I know what network would carry it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Buzz. Before we go, um, I got to throw one more thing at you from the You Mad Bro piece today. If your life depended on it, like if you got the answer right or you died, could you name another song by Corey Hart besides "Sunglasses <laughs> at Night"? Oh, man. Is it a trick question? Is there a, a common song that there is? No, is I'm, I'm asking. I, I don't. Oh, I don't know of one. I can't think of one. I almost want to go to the Corey Hart, the former Brewers player, as if. But that, I know that's not an answer. But Boy, there's a name I haven't thought of for a while. He used to kill the Pirates, right? We could do a whole podcast of guys that used to kill the Pirates in that era, Tim. We're about you know in the, in the, around the 2010 era of Brewers and Cardinals and Reds and whoever else, Astros. Uh, but no, yeah, I I don't think I could. I, I he, see. There's a lot of those quote-unquote one-hit wonders they'll have another song or two that we all recognize first offense does that ring a bell for you doesn't no we could play it i don't know if you, how much production you do for these podcasts you lay down the bed music no, for first that's, well, that's way too much work <laughs> oh first offense was the name of the oh the, i was about to say the album but i guess by then it was a cassette wasn't it it ain't <laughs> enough i think i actually you know what i think i have heard of it ain't enough that sounds familiar. But I never would have come up with it, so I would have died. Never Surrender? Is that Oh, it? Never Surrender. Yeah, Never Surrender. But again, like, you know, I, I couldn't come up with it on my own. I'm using Wikipedia yeah, regardless. right now. Well, yeah, we, we proved our, our point that, yes, if I, I mean, luckily my life did not depend on answering that, but I played along as if it did, and I did not have an answer. Chris Adamski here on the Fans First Network. Check him out at Trib Live, brought to us by Gerger Construction. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Instruction.